Welcome to this week's episode. <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode of Esports Rap. I'm your host, Michael Amorgan, and with us this week we have Black Nebula. Uh, from Black Nebula, we have Maurice, otherwise known as Chilogen, and Tyler, otherwise known as Ronin. What's up? What's up? Well, what's up? What's up? Tell me a little bit about you guys. Uh, I guess, Chilogen, you want to start first? Okay, well, I wouldn't even say I'm the leader. I'm definitely the co-founder of Black Nebula. I just, I'm a true gamer at heart. I just love quite a bit of things, a little bit of anime, a little bit of sport. Um, I've always really just love, I don't know, I just always love games, man. Like just the whole storyline from just the multiplayer and stuff. It's just for me, it's just always there. And I don't know, I just I just feel like I'm a jack of all trades. I like a lot of stuff. I think from intricacies of music, and food, you you name it. Knowledge is knowledge, but I'm a positive Tyler. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm Tyler. You can find me on pretty much everything as at Ronin. Uh, that's with an X instead of an O. Um. People love to butcher my name, for one. That's a fun fact. Oh, <laughs> um, Yeah, I don't know. I'm just also a very passionate gamer. I've been playing video games since I was like five years old. And they've been a constant source of, I guess, happiness in my life. And now we created Black Nebula to kind of uh, foster that in other people and help everyone you know, realize that video games are more than just a hobby or something to do in your spare time. Like, you can actually make a career and a fulfilling life out of it. It's a lifestyle, you know. Yes. And to e even answer, you know, I mean, we could just go back. How did even Black Nebula started? I don't know. I think Tyler can answer this because I'm probably crap at memory. Um, We've really just been having a lot of conversations about video games and esports and the connections and you know the growing esports industry um that's still kind of a wild wild west and then we looked over here and we saw that no one was taking advantage of this extremely unique opportunity um and so we looked at all the things other people were doing and we were like oh these people stream we can do that um these people go to tournaments we can do that these people host tournaments we can do that and it's sort of just snowballed into this whole all-encompassing idea of black nebula um where we're trying to you know foster every aspect of video game yeah it just it just came about it was just we just played it from a young age and i even knew him from i don't know almost as a kid and we started with like runescape but that wasn't even the first that was just the almost the start of online gaming other than halo and call of duty oh man those were some good times stocom and black nebula just is a whole 20 year thought that we never thought about so it's a <laughs> so little like yeah it's a paradox in itself but it just you felt amazing when we talked about it and just the sheer fact that we can help people to get to that next step 
and not even just that creating a hub where people can be themselves at, at any plane from super casual to story driven just like the conversations even when we you know we're talking at the different venues and at the events out of it it was just a pleasure um it's always a community that's always been great to me you know that's good and bad but you know it was definitely mixed with anime as well but yeah games have just always been amazing um so you guys actually had your first event this past saturday which i and juan and chris who are my co-hosts for different shows but they attended as well and the turnout was actually pretty nice like for your first event i'd say good job <laughs> thanks um we kind of put uh a bit of thought and effort into marketing it um i realized that you know there aren't that many behaving gaming organizations on twitter most of them are on facebook so i feel like being on twitter we were able to reach a completely different uh, demographic um who might not have been a part of the Bahamian fighting game community already. Um, so kind of just like to bring new people in, <clears throat> excuse me. And also a lot of people really like our idea in general, you know, and they want to support Black Nebula because they want to see um, a growing esports scene in the Bahamas and they want, they want us to succeed because us succeeding means everyone else succeeds. Because we're not in this for us, we're in this to, you know, elevate everyone else and bring them along and show them the potential that they have within themselves. That's admirable. Yeah, it's a very, like, selfless act. And it just, you just feel good about it. Because, like, you always, it, it depends on the person, but at least for me, I just always wanted to find something that will enable me to help people. And this is a part of it. So just the sheer fact that people could come there, be themselves, enjoy being gross and amazing conversation, be real weebs, and <laughs> <laughs> really be enticed by the community. The whole energy is when people just watching the plays, you know, everyone who just didn't know each other just matched. It was just like a big family. Speaking of that, I went there mainly to um, share on Dwan and Chris since they were actually two people who were supposed to be entering in caliber events. Notice that we needed one more person. Somehow decided in my head it was a good idea to enter as well. <laughs> Got my butt thoroughly handed to me. <laughs> but still that's, enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a part of you know growing as a gamer like the best way to get better is to get destroyed in a video game um, very much but also like i feel like that's a good way to grow as a person you know like you never it's always fine to look at people playing in tournaments and be like oh i can do that too or whatever but once you get on stage like it's a completely different beast you know like you have to fight your nerves and yourself and then you have to fight the opponent and it depends like <laughs> at our tournament the crowd was kind of getting in it uh even though they really shouldn't have been but i mean but I that's the type of thing that like, i've been enticed by was the whole community of fighting and just the fact that we had even a portion of that here because like we watched evo yeah i mean tyler and just the sheer fact that when they played Dragon Ball Fighters in the championships, they had a, a scene where Cell just like charges up 
and everyone screams <laughs> to the <laughs> top of their lungs. <gasps> and it was just so lit to find that. It, man, that was cool, man. That was that was hard. That was one of my favorite parts of Evo. And just the sheer fact that we had that there, it's great, man. People are just talking, mashing, random strangers. People just wanted to chill out. They spend there for 30 minutes, hour just watching. You know, people are busy, but they still come in for a couple of minutes. Like from Twitter, messing people from Twitter. That was what was kind of weird. We just shared it on Twitter and then yeah. people was asking, when is the next tournament? Uh, when are you going to host the next uh, game like Brawl Hollow? Uh, what do y'all do? Do y'all need help? What, what, what? It was just so weird. Like, it's it just and like our palms was open and everything just came in to being. And I have to really show my appreciation to Stan for even allowing us to give us the venue because we were just talking to him and he's just been such a cool guy and he really wants I really want both of us really want all of us really want <laughs> to make this happen <laughs> that's beautifully said but damn it, it, it yeah that's what it comes to man all of us just really passionate and it's just time it really is and when you really think about it like you mentioned people came there an hour half an hour just to spectate but people who came there to play like okay it started at three and it started with soul caliber that didn't end until what seven eight no it ended at six yeah. oh, it, it ended at six okay yeah. that's still three hours essentially of people waiting there just watching other people play before Tekken. Before that's crazy. like they even went because a lot of them came there for Tekken. But that's that's still yeah. three hours of watching a game that you don't really like you're not there necessarily for, but you're getting hyped up in. Yeah, people were hyped. I think part of that too was um the fact that we had uh <clears throat> excuse me, um a female gamer come in and basically just destroy everyone that she came <laughs> up with and i had to um, deal with that that was not fun dude yeah. she, i had she to deal with her before and i knew how she was going to be because like i said she's my co-host so i know her yeah. no one could have give me some type of you know hey dude she's gonna be really good there'll be any p's and q's because when i got destroyed in the first round because i was just ending the tournament for memes i just like i i just like playing games i'm a competitive guy so i was like whatever i'm probably gonna deal with the most hardest chains and juggles off the stage but everyone was really good everyone had their own play style that's why i like fighting games just that micromanagement of your like health bar and executing certain positions it, it's mm -hmm. just love it that's fighting games are just i don't know they just it's really intense and there's a discipline it because you always have to hold yourself back rather than you know all in or trying to do a combo and just the people who waited there either majority watched but the other people who were on the side were like training so when the game happened because i noticed they were training and attacking warming up mm -hmm. they got prepared like people took it really seriously and i mm -hmm. i'm i'm happy that we have a lot of competitive at slash casual people because even the casual people are great yeah, yeah. Uh, doing pretty good. I just call myself a super casual. <laughs> <laughs> but from hosting that, 
I've learned that we mesh really well together. People really enjoy themselves. And if we get it to the to the point where people are just like, wow, I can be true to myself. I can talk about games at any position and just have fun. Like I can see it's way bigger than this. And especially in the Bahamas, because um, this guy who we're talking to is kind of our man in the Bahamas. Um, he is kind of like a mentor. And he was just, uh, I just asked him, yo, what would you think about a tournament in the Bahamas? He's like, what? Where? You play games in the Bahamas? You can't be serious. Streamer now. And he, he every time I talk about where I'm from, because people, you know, usually on, on the internet just say, where are you from? And you're like, Bahamas. You play League? You guys play Overwatch? What is this species? And you just you just shock them, especially when you're doing really good. So we island people like the game too. Remember that. Cause even some people from the Caribbean, I think one guy won uh the Capcom Pro Tour. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was St. Kitts, but he was so good. I believe it was St. Kitts. Demolished. It was? I, I think believe so. so. I know it's St. something. But now he has his team. He brought them to New York. They wiped New York out of the fighting game tournament. And now that we find some some hidden gems here, it's you know Black Nibble's duty to make sure they train, have enough time, and be able to make it to these tournaments so they can fulfill their passion on behalf of themselves. Because it starts with you, on the behalf of us and the country. Because people are going to be rooting for you. And that's the type of attitude that we want to create. And I think that atmosphere, because let's admit it, back when we were in high school, and I'm pretty sure that some people still do it even up to today. Saying you were playing games. Like, what you do last night? Like, yeah, I was just playing some games. What? Do you socialize? What? Do you realize that I talk to people around the world? Yeah. They don't seem to understand that aspect of it. Ex Especially parents, which is another aspect of it. You've got so you're not only being bombarded by your friends and peer pressure to say, well, gaming is essentially you know a waste of time. But sometimes you have parents who don't understand the level of what actually happens when you game, how it can improve you as a person, both mentally and physically. And they're telling you it's a waste of time as well. Let's not even talk about what you if you actually manage to grow. Yeah, and that's one of the things that um, we kind of want to change and that we keep harping on. You know, there's like video games and esports are becoming an, a whole entire industry uh, aside from the creation and consumption of it. Um, you know, like before video games were just like, oh, you either, you know, you basically just create the games as being the only uh vehicle for a video game profession um but now it's like you get paid to play the games you get paid to um create the games you get paid to commentate on the games you get paid to organize tournaments around the study games. frame data right study so, frame data <clears throat> so there's like a huge entire industry just around video game competition and i think that if you change the dialogue away from video games as a hobby into video games as a profession or an industry, industry, then people will be more receptive to the idea of, oh, you can get a career in esports. Um, 
you know, you can be a player and get a scholarship or you can be a professional coach and have, you know, make yeah. like decent money or you can like run an esports organization and put on tournaments and, you know, there's yeah. so many different options within yeah. the levels. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's kind of hard to be like, oh, video games are just a hobby now, etc. Yeah, because like even at a certain point when we're, uh, you know, talking to multimillionaires about like esports, they have no clue. Literally no clue what's going on. We mean, you know, not even, you know, they like the numbers first. So when you tell them this surprised because they weren't born in that era. And even in that era, that's where video games really started in the 50s and even earlier. So mm -hmm. how, how did you miss this train? Because it wasn't popular. It wasn't the in yeah. thing. They they were focused on other things that was like, oh that's for nerds. Yeah, go to the geeks. Yes, exactly. And so that that wasn't their focus. It was it was the the wrong side of the social club essentially. Mm -hmm. And then to even go off for the you know the whole parenting thing, that was something that we had to struggle in that generation because we were. I, I described the 80s and 90s babies as the in-betweeners because we're the last of the old-fashioned ways and the beginning of the new. And it kind of restricted us depending on your broadupsy or, you know, just how things move around in your life. So just the sheer fact that we can enlighten and change parents' perspective to be like, hey, these people no life this they do this eight hours a day just be not for money but the sheer passion they have i refer to games as universes because it's something that you have to accept that's not your own it's purely virtual it technically does not exist so people can't un like comprehend that so that's where that that fine line of ignorance just never moves up and still until you enlighten them about the numbers the money behind it they're like oh this is probably pretty good so i think it's probably our approach that we have to like tyler said we have to show them the competitive aspect we have to show them that there's a lot of money in this and people will just fall for it and that's all it takes but see that's where i don't want it to go because majority of where esports is at right now fgc is one of the parts that has majority of the compassion like of losing coming back for a 13-0 bringing the tournament back and for overwatch and league i like it but now it's adapted that sport level like advertisement nothing feels passionate anymore until like you know maybe you hit worlds and then you see everyone is like freaking out but in that fine line is a little you know corporate now and that's what I'm really scared for the esports industry for. Yes, it's great. It's cool. But we still have to think about this because we didn't come here for the money. We come here for the passion. The money will always come later. It's crazy because I saw an article today on Twitter about, um, well, not an article, a tweet. So basically what happened is Overwatch League has a subdivision called Contenders, um, which is kind of like minor leagues. And, um, there's, there's been a contenders team since the inception called Toronto Esports, um, mm. who were pretty good. But uh, recently with the second phase of the Overwatch League, um, the big uh, parent league, um, they introduced a new team called the Toronto Defiant. And so basically 
apparently uh, Toronto Esports had to completely change their name and their entire branding in like six weeks because uh, the Toronto Defiant purchased naming rights to the name Toronto. And wow. So yeah, Even, I think they're two separate uh, companies. I think Toronto Esports was under Boston Uprising or something like that. And and see that's so, that's the thing we have to like avoid that type of stuff especially cool. if we have to compete you know the small island have to compete against these foreign entities that already have the finances and the player base i mean yeah there's powers and numbers but you know you have the 20 best people in the world what does the rest of the world matter nothing so we have to do a due diligence make sure that these people train and i mean they already want to do this this is what they want to do it's just that they kind of doubt because they don't know where they can go with this like we've seen it but there's no like solidifying platform in this country for these type of players because when we went to the first tournament we found this by mistake you know ronan just told me hey check this out the street fighter so i just competed we just trying to figure out how good these guys were and I was highly impressed. You mean at Stan's place? Yeah, I got destroyed. Yeah, I got destroyed. <laughs> I mean, I came seven, but it was quite a bit of people. Yeah. But we learned that people actually took this really, really seriously. Because a lot of things that causes our country to be overshadowed is the efficiency behind the certain industries. And just looking you know, having a little insight, we noticed that these people have the passion and they train religiously. Every day you see in the chat, I'm on, let's fight, spar, learning new tech, sharing stuff. And that's all we need to make this great. So we have to start this and make sure it's really nice, like right. And just so people can still have fun and not deal with this whole movement, just like what Ronan said, like we can't afford that. We can't divide ourselves just because of a little cash. We have to go against the world. And we have talent there, man, in all aspects. I've made too much intelligent people in different categories. And just with esports and the talent I've seen alone, there's definitely monsters out there. We have to find them. Yep. You're completely right. And sometimes you end up with people who have to take a step away from the scene. Like what we were talking about before the show. Hey, welcome, Caspud. What's up, Caspud? How you doing? But it's just... We really... I'm really impressed. I'm excited. That, you know, people going out of the way to want to see us grow. And we want to see everyone else grow. And so next week... Um, Bahamas Esports League, you know, hosted by Alex, is going to be... Street Fighter, Dragon Ball, Fighter Z, and Guilty Gear. And that's the area that he specializes in with Smash. So look forward, very forward to it, because it's gonna be I'm probably gonna be there competing and um commentating. I don't know. I just when what what was really made me happy was the fact that when I commentated what are you playing for? Get over there. And I was like, all right, cool. Cause I, I don't know. I like talking smack and 
it just like like not smacking like trying to wish harm on it, but just like the competitive type of smack because that's what we grew up on in that modern warfare 2 mm-hmm. and halo 2 and 3 age like we were 14 15 and these were adults like they're like get out of here trash what are you doing get good <laughs> like, <laughs> come get these hands that's, you're not good. That's, that's a pretty bahamian thing too like bahamians love to bad mouth each other and like playfully uh jets and talk smack about each other and all that that's, that's what we need for this community <laughs> and i've seen it and just i love it yeah Anyway, pancakes, you're, you're not too late. You're you're a bit late, but you're not too late. <laughs> <laughs> it's just we've gone through some intricate like topics, man. I mean, it'll definitely probably be uploaded, so yeah, check it. But the next tournament, we're really looking forward to because we're just doing it a half and half. So BSL and Black Nebula will be using the same facility for King of Games to allow us to be flexible because at a certain point we're going to be planning Fortnite and Call of Duty and various game competitions and FIFA because someone came out of their way and messaged Ronan saying that hey we there's some guys here who really want to get deep into this uh, esports for sports games because even though it's not games we I don't say not care about that we prefer not to play like sports Personally. Watching a good FIFA game is enticing. Yes. It is. And don't forget, what's one of the most popular sports here? Mm. Soccer. You've got, not, but even before soccer, you've got basketball. Then yeah. soccer. And then football. Not to mention, the upgrade to that is that basketball teams are now sponsoring players to play their team. <laughs> which I'm like, hmm. Then we can do this for FIFA and all these other games? I like this. I mean, I doubt anyone would be playing ice hockey in HL, but. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> White Pancakes is uh, calling out Tyler's cam. Stay Tyler cam, though. <laughs> <laughs> 4K. Listen, you don't even Listen. understand right now. You can't you show all the drip all the time, okay? Oh, Yeah, you can't <laughs> under, under, understand. Like, who needs a cam if you have a permanent picture? Like, I see you. That was so like philosophical. That's flawless. Art next to art, my friend. Oh, <laughs> wow. Someone's Yo, ego's high, man. <laughs> Yo, you took some else just now, man. But it's just the terminologies behind this whole community and just every game is its own culture. Like, what people don't really understand is. is just, you see text. Text only really exists in fighting games, not in like MOBAs and shooting. Who's gonna no, tech? For those who aren't aware of what tech is, that's technique combos, and you know, you have to move certain kind of do certain button mm-hmm. combinations and stuff like that. And then also with tech, it's also tech grab when you're like, they're also grabbing you, and you just like grab with their grab and nullifies the whole thing. So it kind of puts you in a neutral state so you can reset the fight exactly and we got someone watching in from scotland tyler another tyler hey tyler me tyler tyler, tyler alley 1999 welcome it's to the stream boy. and yeah, he's a 90s baby hey what's up i love meeting other tylers because i have this theory that all tylers are exceptional wow okay yeah okay <laughs> yeah 
I don't know. I've not really met another more feel about that. Well, that's unfortunate. Wow. Um, but yeah, every Tyler, every Tyler I've ever met has always been like a pretty amazing person in some way or the other. Um, so hopefully <laughs> you uh lotion yourself some more. I got a huge bottle of Cetaphil right here, my boy. Hey, but Tyler's Tyler like I wonder, you know, that if Who's the better Tyler, though? Oh, see. Ooh. Now you're asking Ooh. deep philosophical yes. questions. Yes, yes, yes. It's kind of hard to have a Tyler off over the internet. Um, that that would involve, like, being in person, present in person. Oh, There's a lot no. to evaluate. What do you mean? People like... Physical like, looks. People get feelings from Instagram, okay? Yeah, but they it's do. not the same. Like, it's not like you can feel the person's aura, you know, like... Um, Oh, we get into ours and everything like that now. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's more to a person than just uh, what they say or how they look or everything. Like, you a, quality energy, person, man. a quality person has like pretty much everything going for them simultaneously. And I feel like you can apply that to video games too. Like the highest people, you know, they in Overwatch, for example, or League of Legends, you know, they have the best CS and at the same time they have the best positioning and at the same time they land all their skill shots and all of those things work together in tandem to kind of make like the 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 optimized player like yeah. even if you're amazing at CSing if you miss all your skill shots in the end game battles what's the point that was the point and That's then true. even with that with the whole auras and you can judge someone like kind of is a little accurate i'd say 50 50 but based upon the character that they select is either a underlying like personality trait like where you're this gentle person and you play like, the biggest dude and you just destroying it like some people are monsters on the internet man like I've this is true all. Yeah. <laughs> i've literally seen it all and like for example like tyler one he plays draven in league of legends and draven is this cocky adc Attack damage carry that's range and Tyler one literally freaks out and acts just like him. <laughs> yeah. Cause like for League, when I play certain characters, I usually play long range mages. Cause I'm always the one who collects hey. yeah, mage gang. It's just you, you you collect data and you all in. That's all you do for the whole game. And I just love that that play style. I've always been a mage. I mean, would Tyler, what would you be? I think you'd be an assassin, to be honest, if you pick your class. Uh, it depends. I like a variety of different... Um, I don't know. I just certain... A lot of characters just, like, speak to me, but also, like, in different ways. Um, so in Overwatch, my favorite character is Ana, um, because her kid is so powerful. She can literally... Like, every one of her skills can completely change the tide of battle. Um, you land a crazy sleep on an ult in Genji, you suddenly win the fight off of that, you land a fat nade and you purple, uh, uh you anti-heal like half of the enemy team, you win a huge fight off of that. Um, but she's a support. Uh, there are other games like Smite. Um, one of my favorite characters was Apollo and he was an ADC also. Um, but I don't know, just being able to 
play aggressive with him and use his mobility to outplay people, outmaneuver people was something that really appealed to me. Um, and then in certain other games, you know, I play tank characters, frontline bruisers or something like that. So I feel like personally, I'm a pretty flexible person, but the character I've most identified with throughout all games is probably Ana. Wow. Is that something new? Because I didn't know that. <laughs> I feel like I told you this before. Yeah, you know, I don't remember anything. Uh, he did, he did like start off the, the show with like, he doesn't remember <laughs> stuff. Um, apparently tyler two who's scotland says that he's only ever met two other people in scotland named tyler so i guess this is oh you're not in scotland this is tyler number three (laughs) apparently jackie uh jacqueline joseph says that she agrees with you i'm not exactly sure and white pancake says uh play dota 2 not league I feel like all most MOBAs now have kind of faded out for me. Um, I played a lot of Smite uh, in 2016, I think that was. Um, But that was the deepest I've ever gotten into, I guess, a traditional MOBA. Um, After that, I kind of moved to Overwatch, which is a non-traditional MOBA. Yeah. Um, Yeah, because I still like play MOBAs. Like, don't get me wrong, I like Dota. I mean, each his own, but Dota doesn't have that flashy, immediate movement feel because Dota, you kind of play like chess. So there's a mm-hmm. slight like lag compared to League because like League is like Street Fighter. When you, as soon as you press that ability, you're in there. Dota, you have to like free thing. Don't get me wrong. Both are good because I, I I play all all mobiles except on. That's trash. Just <laughs> don't even play that game, okay? But... For league, I put majority of my time in because that was the highest peak of getting to semi-pro level. And it was never in the thoughts because I just loved the game so much. Like my favorite character is Malzahar. And he was an, just an innocent guy who just got overthrown by the void. And he just became a monster. And sometimes you just lose yourself to the dark side. That's like... The same thing with Rona talk about like certain characters speak a certain parts of you. I mean, if you want to touch on that, uh, my favorite anime character of all time is Griffith, who I might add did absolutely nothing wrong. What? Absolutely nothing wrong. That man is completely innocent and does not deserve to be vilified like he is. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. That was a TED talk. Like I almost caught cancer. Wait, <laughs> what? Griffin, out of all the people, see Ooh. that's what happens when you're pretty boy. Wow. Okay. That's Shots up. fired. Griffin. Like I, I don't understand if you say you know, Ash, or something. I don't know. Something. Ash. I, I don't know. I just threw some someone out there, but Griffin. I can't give that man no respect. Nah. I'm sorry. I would say for me, nah. I would just say, I would say anime for games, my favorite like, character of all time has to be Master Chief. Wow. Master Chief yeah. is the GOAT. And it wasn't even the fact that I just played the game. That was actually the 
one of the first times I actually read a whole series through the books as well. It has like seven books. You read books? Wow. <laughs> wow. I need to do that now. Okay. Why no. we need to take so I could put you in your place. <laughs> no, but for real though, um, people don't really read books anymore. Um, I personally have an entire bookshelf like five shelves three rows deep full of books and i haven't touched a book in like a decade or two to be honest like i have a book that i'm supposed to be reading now it's been sitting on my bed for literally a year and i'm like a hundred pages in out of 900 pages i don't know personally i just prefer i'm at the point now where like i'm either reading manga or watching anime um and i feel like that's what most people are doing in the video game slash nerd world yeah it's just like what i was saying earlier in the stream that's they just directly proportional you yeah. guys actually do have a point yeah um i mean i do read books from time to time still even if it's not physical at least it's like on my phone or yeah. it has to be something crazy like auto war something like it has to be very like yeah they're typically sci-fi like, fantasy kind of stuff yeah like it has to be so good that everyone talks about it like, read particular books like probably warren buffett because that guy is a walking just money man it, it, it has to be for me to read something it has to be something of extreme importance because a lot of books they, they're cool don't get me wrong but manga just fulfills all sides the, the fact that you're passively and actively learning at the same time because for example you're passive when you're watching tv you're active when you're reading a book and manga does both so that's where the real entertainment comes in because you could fill in the gaps yeah a point a point so that's that that's why I will, when people look at you and be like like for example when i was uh at work uh you know uh I was just talking about, you know, maybe anime or something. No, no, I went to an interview and it was just a bunch of people. And we just get, give it interest. And I said, like, I, I like anime or whatever. And it was just like looking at me weird. And I was like, uh, was I not supposed to say that or something? <laughs> and then a couple of people were just like, yo, yo, do you, you watch that for real? Like, tell me what you want. And I was just like, why do you like this? <laughs> You know, you go to the States, you know, you go to college and stuff and you travel and people are just so normal with that. You go to cosplay conventions, gaming and conventions, it's just like water. And this is the type of industry that we want to bring here. Like there's enough people here, but no one wants to open up. So if it has to take us, like it, this is a part of one of our directives to make people treat this as normal. No more pushing this aside saying this is uncool because I've met people from all walks of life different degrees family or not playing games and it's sheer fact is this is what you know five people i've had people who i play with for like seven to ten years never met them in real life never yep. met them no idea what they look like but they'll ask me how i'm doing today or were we playing this game yep. and those are the connections that our parents and older generations don't understand you can't be everywhere at the same time. We don't have that superpower. So just this share fact through this wire that we were talking to, you know, you know the better Tyler in Scotland and you know, <laughs> like, yeah. mm. and, you know, say he's put like, we're all here as a collective. And even when you post this online, 
people see that this is normal. And I'm, I'm glad that we're making this next step for that. Because I want to see people happy, man. Like that's, that's the main thing. Do it for love. You do it for passion. Do it because you enjoy it and it makes you... Just, so when we just had those tournaments and we all vibed again, like, that's one of the reasons why I didn't stream it because it would have been super loud in there until, <laughs> like, we get the yeah. proof and stuff. But the sheer energy and that magnitude of that amount of people, like you said, people sat there for three hours waiting for playing Tekken. We lost, what was it, one guy? Tyler? Yeah. Yeah, I think one guy had to leave. Yeah, we lost one guy. And like he paid for it, and it was just like whatever. He was just like, oh yeah, I supported it. And someone and else took his place, I think. I think. I, uh, yeah, I think someone else did. Yeah, did. But just even then, he was just like, because I think we met one time when we went to King of Games, and he brought out his Lars because he was playing your main uh, Ronin Bob. Oh yeah. And he destroyed me, and I was like, uh, <laughs> hmm, okay, time to bring out the main. So they brought out Lars. And like I wiped him and tack in. And he's like, your loss is garbage. <laughs> I mean he didn't lie though. Ooh. Compared to uh Dibbles. Okay, that Can't guy is him. a monster. Okay. No, Can't it's Brian, him. dude. Well no no, yeah, Dibbles was Laws. He yeah, had a great Lawless. Lawless. Yeah. Like and that's what we're also watching at these tournaments. We're looking at how they play how do they handle pressure how do they handle losses do they do anything different when they win and these things gonna constitute to the players that we actually pick and when you know the opportunity does arise and we get sponsored or invested based on what people are talking us about we can push these people to the next step and just you gotta understand that they do it for hometown like we just feel like we need to do a better representation of home. And this way can definitely reset. Cause just because of the sheer passion, happiness, just being engrossed in this community just brings so much happiness to my life. And this is one of the ways to give back, to fulfill other people's dreams. Cause that Black Nebula is the hub for gaming. And that's where we're applying to see ourselves in the future. So just being the parent company in a sense, not controlling some like big evil corporation, but a network to allow people to be flexible and what they want to do. Cause like even these guys who compete for, you know, uh, best G, which is for B TVI, they would like to be under us and I don't mind them being under us so they could just follow their training and spreading the word. Because they were saying that they, you know, were going to talk to parents about the same problem that we have to get rid of the stigma of gaming. That, oh, you're wasting your life. You're not doing anything. You're not meeting anyone. You're making the best relationships of all time and having the best moments of your life because this is something that you're passionate about and this is your niche. And we want more groups to come out and compete and show me, show me your worth. Because I always say, if I'm pretty good, Gotta be better than me. And all I can show me is that you have the dedication. Yeah. So hey, shout out to Pancakes, Bobby's life. <laughs> <laughs> We're almost at that time. What's next for Black Nebula? Oh, everything. 
everything yeah i mean literally everything we can get our hands on we're trying to improve and streamline and bring to everyone yeah um, we're we're kind of focused on um presenting the best possible tournaments to you right now um so we're trying to get some equipment and uh some digital artwork done and all that sort of stuff so we can stream uh future tournaments and then past that we're also working on building our digital community so if you're interested in joining us on discord hit any of us up and we'll send you the discord invite um and then further further down the road we're actually looking to try and sponsor people to get off to you know the upcoming international tournaments um so we're looking at evo specifically um so if we can get like some people off there for like fighters and street fighter and tekken and all that sort of stuff then that's absolutely something that we're looking to do so and then even other than that um you know building the discord because i was telling people that probably 20 i would say 20 percent of the discord is Bahamians and the rest are like just foreigners and really cool people that we've met small streamers girl gamers like you you name it and people are just here to be cool we have some i would say we have a little everything you know you have the wacky people raiders because like there's so many different types of gamers you can't you can't just get a one you accept it all because yeah. this is the internet culture and we just want to expand and make sure that this becomes normal and find enough people to create this this loop of just people who take in the different parameters around esports. So us being the hub and bringing everyone to be together because with Alex, you know, even though you know he's doing the streaming for the Bahamas Esports League, we're still working hand in hand to keep this alive, and it's our duty to do that. Because there's no, oh, we got to do this better or trying to undermine anything or just take it all for ourselves. It's not about that. It's about creating and networking within these groups. We want to find players. We want to find commentators. We want to find, we found our news guy. <laughs> follow, like, subscribe, follow everything. Get it <laughs> but another person I have to really just be grateful to is Stan. He's the one who kept it still like, going even though you know things might not have this way but this reset is going to explode it and i can already see it from the last two tournaments so that tournament compared to the first one there was a lot of new faces and there was not much groups the last tournament everyone had a history of um playing against each other because you could see you not from you know being at the tournaments but watching certain play styles because you could read who has a history of fighting each other just mm -hmm. there's a parameter parameter of randomness and style and they didn't they had the style but there was no parameter for randomness so you knew like mono monoko and what was it was it chris g they had extreme like competitiveness and you could have i've seen it and i've seen it that ball one. so i'm liking that but like I said, let me not move too far from it. Our next real, real step is just explode the esports industry over here. Bring as much people together, categorize them, and make this a, a rolling train. 
and we want to find as much people just saying like if this opportunity really really happened and everything's solidified without finances nobody has to worry about us and that's what we're trying to do there's some surprises that i can't say yet until the lockdown but we have to scout and find as much people as fast as possible because this esports is not going to wait for anyone from players from what you're doing from what we're doing and like i said we have to come together and compete against the rest of the world because there's none we leave a bayman's and just just the fact that you told us really hurt us that the guy was at that point and on the fans for us that nah if we have to find that guy again <laughs> oh, yeah no you can come back to this i'm not gonna let you go down yeah and that's that's real that's no game we're left behind <laughs> yo we found our love yo we found a copyright that <laughs> no gamer left behind let's go selfless uh but that's that's black never in a nutshell just pure passion love for the community love for the competitive aspect it's just my love man just love it so Apparently Dwight says that he's going to be showing. So that's um, Dwight Fox, who was on the last episode of uh, host of Bahama Gamers Network, and that he's going to be showing off some uh, footage from the tournament on his um, page tomorrow. So that'll be Wednesday. So if you guys are listening to this podcast or listen watching the video uh, after it's already been uploaded, then you may need to look a little bit down on his page. But that's on Facebook. Um, these guys, you can find them on Twitter. I believe you guys have a Facebook page as well. We yeah, do have a Facebook page now. People yeah. were requesting it in the chat and Twitter. And I... Gotta support Mark Zuckerberg now. <laughs> yeah, sell all everyone's data. So <laughs> pretty much the main place to go for you guys is Twitter, right? Um, Twitter, Discord. Discord is more personal you know what i mean like we're here live twitter is just you know you have to wait for lag time it's more of a general statement based upon you know uh maybe some gaming quotes or some plays because in the future what we're really looking for is video editors to just to showcase our talent and montages in gaming video we definitely need to show our talents in different like parameters even the failures because those are hilarious i love watching youtube videos where people just flunk the whole team fight and just throw the game i live for it i'll tell you that i throw them but you know (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah okay so discord i know bahamians have a little bit of a problem with discord and getting on there versus things like that and twitter but maybe we'll get to change that eventually yeah um i mean the plan is the goal is to definitely have uh an equal amount of information as much as possible throughout all then they can just as easily find out about all the stuff we have going on on facebook and if they choose not to use facebook then you'll get all of that plus a little more uh on twitter um but yeah it's really we want to make ourselves as accessible to as many people as possible so it's easier for them to find us and it's let easier us for us to doing. disseminate information to them and connect with them and like he said let us know what you're doing because we are always looking for you know highly talented and 
very motivated people to help out. Okay. So again, on Twitter right now, guys, they are at underscore Black Nebula. Uh, if you want, feel free to message or like comment on the post, the Facebook, the Twitch, whatever it is. I'll give you the 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 link for them, or you can message these guys directly if you know if you're part of the, any of the groups or anything like that. You you'll be able to like get inside the Discord without any problems for that. So, either the way, find these right. guys. Find us in a black neighborhood. All sources you definitely see more videos and supporting other streams and doing more interviews, promoting more cookies because we already found that guy. Um, just Most importantly, any, more tournaments. More tournaments. Everyone come get destroyed yeah. by yours truly. You know what I mean? Now, people already in the chat are just saying, I'm coming for you. And for people who don't even play Soul Calibur, just like picking up now, they've seen, you know, yeah, the information and stuff. They're coming for me. And I'm like, whoa, I was yep. just, you know, trying to have fun. I didn't expect to like win in. <laughs> oh, and then White Pancakes talk when White Paul said hi. Destroyed <laughs> all in the tech end. I lost to him. I was up like seventh and he just like white tunes don't worry yeah. don't let me train boy but i too busy <laughs> yeah we are too busy yeah uh, but i just just uh just the the fact that i can be able to withstand people who train a lot really shares a, says about my like play style because a lot of people say that my spacing and just gaming awareness is there even though i don't specialize in fighting games i'm preferably FPS and mobile. Just just give me those two. Or Rocket World. The street fighting fighting games is definitely new in my worst category, but I love it. Yeah. I give us it. a couple months and a little bit more free time and we'll train and come back and definitely win the whole tournament. Yeah, but that's not the purpose <laughs> of us. What's the point of us doing this? <laughs> listen, 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 listen. Sometimes you have to search your dominance, okay? I didn't say we have to win wow. every tournament okay yeah i mean yeah because like that's the whole fact because like even though we're like leaders of this we still want to show that hey just because we're running this don't mean we could come down there and destroy you exactly. you better be training exactly i, I don't think I, follow, I don't think i'd follow anyone who's a gamer but is not really good at any games um, yeah to be yeah. honest and that kind of tells me that you don't have the ethos and the passion yourself about the video games like you're just trying to facilitate everything else but <clears throat> i don't know like we kind of need people who are gamers themselves first and then that'll tell me you know you're serious and passionate about video games and yeah and i really see that succeed. from you know best g because you know the guys come with the crowd they got you know they got Jersey's. they got their jackets and stuff and i was like yo look at these guys and i really i really appreciate that that they have this they know what they're doing. They're coming together. They're training. They're taking. They're coming to take these tournaments. And I, I know there's more groups or maybe some groups that have fair, and don't have that safe space. But we're like, yo, come out, show your true face, and come compete at these tournaments. Meet more people. Network. That that's that is what we're trying to do. Bring everyone together. So I must say, I really thank you for the. You know, we had a wonderful, and this is more like, I don't know if this was an interview, but this is probably the most <laughs> custom, custom interview, and just like, introspective show of all time. 
Yes. And it was just for like the love. Yeah, it was definitely an interview, but it, it, we got a great deal of each other and just everyone else and what and objectives. Memes. Yeah, and memes. I, there was a lot of memes in this. Memes yeah. are always good. And <laughs> I, I have to thank you for giving us this awesome time. I, I had a great time. And thank you for everyone for watching because this guy is great. I know to go to for my esports and my tech streams. So definitely follow him at all of his social media. If you're not, I'm going to have a problem with it. So don't let me find you and give you these hands. But <laughs> real life hands, real life hands. Seriously, follow this guy. More cookies at everything. Yeah, man. We definitely really appreciate the opportunities, you know, um, having us on your show, allowing us to talk about Black Nebula and something we're passionate about and reach a wider audience than we might have reached otherwise. Hopefully we enlighten some people and encourage them to come out and play because that's really what we want to see, just like new faces. You know, even if you can't make it to every, just try to make it to one and who yeah. knows how you feel about it. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. This like, you know, this little kid, you know, seven, what was he, seven years old? He was seven, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he got his like first round and I was like, hey, good stuff. Yeah. We're gonna see guys, girls. In 10 years, that kid yeah. is gonna be a pro player. Yeah. We might have just ignited his passion just there. Yep. And we want to see people from all ages. I've met gamers all ages. There has to be gamers there. Of there are. Male, female, 10 yeah. to 50,000. I think the oldest gamer that I met when I played like PUBG was 70. And he was good. He's 67 good. for me. Oh, yeah. Mm. These guys, man, these guys started it. But not to run off, glad that you gave us this opportunity again. I had a great time. And I like to see more of this with some more faces and stuff. And Yo, if you want us again, talk about some stuff. Hold on. Before, <laughs> before, we right go, here. before we go, before we go. We never asked more cookies how he got his name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this is the after, after interview. Yes. We you. Ah. <laughs> yes. Okay, y'all coming for me now. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, so there's there's two different versions of this. One I completely made up, and I randomly told some people who I was stream like I did my. I was looking for some people for female gamers, my female gamers esports episode across like, the world. And, you know, I went on one of their streams and whatnot, and I just kind of gave. But the real thing about it is, um, okay, so there's cookies. People love cookies. And it was always a thing like, come to the dark side, we have cookies. Um... For this, we have cookies. This time the next, we have cookies. And it was always like this thing that you always like handed out. Like, because people always just love cookies. It's either cookies, brownies, pie, or cake. Yeah. <laughs> that people love. Um, and then, of course, there's the technology aspect of cookies and stuff like that. And like taking uh, a bite out going. of stuff. And so it's, you know... It, I made a lot of plays on it. So, for example, if you were to, if someone was to subscribe to my channel right now, it would actually come up with, well, either if you follow, you subscribe, or um, you host, it comes up with different stuff that's based on cookies. Like, either it's mm -hmm. cookies are being baked, someone's biting into a cookie, or some cookies are being served. 
And so, <laughs> see, <laughs> exactly. Chilogen just hosted me. <laughs> and so he, <laughs> he sees the, uh, the cookie being eaten. Mm-hmm. And so then more is the internet degradation version of the word more M O A some M O R E. And so it's, it kind of goes along the lines of both. It's all internet based in some sort of fashion. The entire, like, um, we have got cookies on our thing. That's internet based. The, te- um, the tech based version of cookies, that's internet based more. It's internet. based, And more cookies in itself is supposed to be it started off as a blog. And then it started. And then I was also doing streaming for like the past decade or so. Um, and then I really started to focus in on. <laughs> Thanks for following. <laughs> <laughs> so now you see the, the the cookies being served. Yo, everyone's spamming. Just spamming. <laughs> subscribe to him. Someone donate. Someone cheer. Like, don't even allow him to talk. All wow. What do you mean, like this? Oh, yeah. Your computer will oh. crash. <laughs> but, um, yeah, essentially it's. Then it became to more esports and technology based actual like videos and stuff like this. I think one of my videos was just throwing off a new phone that had recently come out and that now has almost a hundred thousand views just on YouTube and stuff. So it's little random stuff like this that is it's slowly been picking up. And so I've I've really been pushing forward for esports and technology stuff from saying that it's coming based in the Bahamas going worldwide mm. to say hey there are people who are interested in stuff like this thanks for the fellow viper <laughs> um, and oh jeez, tension follows thanks um and so yeah it's that's kind of where the name came from it's it's got a lot more going back to it and i, I need to pick back up the blogging again but mm. right now it's it's the live streams the the podcasts but working with esport places here, uh, like, well, hopefully you guys like hopefully Stan. Uh, the other thing I do for Hearthstone, you know, just a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Shouldn't me? Well, that's definitely Tyler's area because I wouldn't come and take. It. <laughs> but I'm gonna just say it by the end of it. Oh yeah, that guy lost. He just got like three B. It's okay. <laughs> Commentating is actually pretty hard because you kind of have to uh, analyze potential plays and future plays and see yep. you know, which is Dude. which is good and from which perspective and all that. Yeah, so, I'm just saying you're getting destroyed. Yeah. I mean, I kind of understand it. I don't know if to the level of commentary that I want, but if I'm around ever, I have no problem putting on a headset and talking about some hustling. Yeah, we'll we'll talk. Talk after the after the stream. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to keep this guys to really just you. I like what you guys are doing, so I'm not gonna. Well, that's fine, man. That's fine. But it's great, man. This is awesome. Yeah, this is very fun. Thank you for having us. Thank you guys for coming on. Of course. Don't forget, follow your boy more cookies. That guy over yep. there. Am I, am I pointing the right way? No, wait. This way. I'm, yeah, I'm more up, cookie. Like there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, guys. So like they're saying, if you missed any part of this episode, uh, 
feel free to listen to us either as a podcast or on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts, pretty much anywhere that you can listen to podcasts, even on your Google Home or, you know, your HomePod or whatever it is that you have. Uh, we're also on YouTube. You can always listen to our past episodes as well at morecookies.com, M-O-A-R cookies.com. And, you know, feel free to like, subscribe, follow, pretty much whatever it is that you want to do on any of the different platforms. We're pretty much everywhere that they allow streaming for the most. And, of course, we have our Discord as well. So if you want to talk tech or esports, feel free to join that as well, as well as these guys own. So, um, Black Nebula, baby. Till next time, guys. Take care. Peace. Yep.